Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Power Up Podcast, entitled Lead It or Leave It, with your host, church consultant and leadership coach, Chanel Ramsey. Thank you guys for, for, for taking out the time to be with me today as chat. Um, and so it's really, really um, interesting, this journey that I'm on. For those of you who know me, um, it's good to talk to you again today. And those of you who don't, my name is Chanel Ramsey. I'm a leadership coach. Um, and um, I'm also the CEO and founder of Power Up Urban Leadership Network. And so about three years ago, the Lord began to deal with me about, um, you know, the body of Christ and where we were um, in respect to empowerment. And I realized that so many times we're in a position in ministry we're serving but we haven't actually been trained for what we're doing uh, we kind of had the um, learn as you go um, and so I really felt this frustration coming from so many leaders that just reached out to me and just say you know I'm burnt out I'm doing this and I'm trying I'm giving all that I have but um, I'm not seeing the results that I want to see and then I realized that you know, a lot of what we do, we haven't necessarily been trained for. And I realized that there was a gap in the body of Christ between being called and actually being equipped for what you've been called to do. And so the Lord just gave me this vision to really start helping people to be empowered for what they're going to do. And so as a leadership coach, um, not only do I help you um, get the tools, get access to the tools and the information that you need, but I'm also there to walk you through the journey to help you strategize to overcome some of the problems that you're dealing with and then also to accelerate your growth in ministry and in your business or in your brand. And so um, it's just been a really interesting journey because it went from frustration to a passion. And many times people don't realize it, but your frustration is pointing to your passion, it's pointing to the thing <clears throat> excuse me, that you have been designed to, that you have been designed to solve, right? Is you, the thing that you have been designed to solve. And so right now, I want you to realize wherever you are, that God has designed you to solve a problem. You are a problem solver. The, you are a solutionist, right? The solution is on the inside of you. And so if we really take the time to just pull back and, and look at where we are and what we have accomplished so far, you'll see that you have value in your journey. And so Today, we're going to dive into some more stuff, but I want to just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who came out to the Power Up Mixer on last Saturday, not this weekend, Saturday, Saturday before um, you came out to the Power Up Mixer. It was an amazing time. We had so much fun. Great connections happened. I, I'm just overwhelmed by just the text messages that I've been getting ever since the event was over about saying who they connected to, who they built relationships with, and how that's going to grow even outside of Power Up. And so I'm excited. So thank you guys for coming to the Mixer. It was great. Um, I don't know if I won any of the games, but you know, um, <laughs> we still have fun. Um, a lot of people came that um, like to just have fun and really found the time to really let their hair down and really just enjoy one another, enjoy the presence of another leader and get to meet somebody new. We always stay in our little circle, our little comfort zone. But how many of you all know that it, life is bigger than the people you know in your little circle, right? And when you engage with other people, you get to learn, you get to gleam, you get to grow. Above all, you get to grow. And so I'm excited that people came 
And there was a growing that happened. There was some connections that happened. So that's really, really great. Now, we've been on this topic. We've been on this topic of shift. We've been on this topic of change. We've been talking about success. We've been talking about stagnation. Oh, my God. I don't know if you have been following along, but if you missed any of these Tuesdays at 2, go back and listen because it has just been an amazing, amazing time. The Lord has been opening up to us this whole idea of shift. And as we begin to move into the month of September, I just feel like the womb of this month is just open and we just need to begin to speak into it, what we want to see out of it. There's a fruitfulness, there's a harvest coming out of this month, Um, but there are some things that God wants to bring into alignment so we can see a manifestation. Now, what I'm talking about is not just for your life, but also for your ministry. It's also for the teams that you lead, the places that you serve. Why? Because I'm an advocate that you not only should serve, but you should serve well. Who wants to be? in ministry who wants to do life and not be effective you want to not just do ministry you want to be effective at it you want to see it grow you want to see it increase you want to see it move forward you want to see it accelerate and so We've been talking about shifting from stagnation to success. We've been talking about being um, excellent. We've been talking about being intentional about success. And so um, we've been talking the last couple of um, sessions, we've been talking about change. We've been talking about change. We talked about why change fails, right? And how change goes beyond an announcement of change. Um, If you want to see the results that you want to see, then you have to do the work that's required that goes with it. Why? Because we are co-laborers with Christ. We talked about what that terminology means Um, because we're in a faith generation, right? We're in a time where faith is stressed. We're in a time where grace is stressed, but you have to understand that grace is not grace without truth and truth is not truth without grace. It's grace and truth that came by Jesus Christ. In other words, you need both. So you need the empowerment of God, which is the grace, but then you also need the truth, which is you have to do some work. You have to participate. Co-labor with Christ. We're here on earth to partner with him. That's why he said, even in the prayer, Matthew chapter six, our father, which art in heaven, we know the prayer. He says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In other words, our job is to bring the manifestation of heaven to earth. And in order to do that, we got to co-labor with Christ. And so it's time for us to change. Prophet Small is on here and that's his, that's his word. That's his buzzword change. And so we're going to build on that idea of change because we talked about last week, um, about why change fail. Why does change fail? Um, and this is really, really, really important that we talk about these different topics, because if we're going to shift, um, we're going to shifting requires a strategy, right? And to implement a strategy requires that there's some change that must happen. And one thing I read this quote this morning and I absolutely loved it. And it says change is not important until the person realizes that where they are is not enough, that what they have is not enough. And until you get to a place of dissatisfaction, you will not change. And so many of us, especially in the kingdom, we're comfortable. We've been doing the same thing the same way and we're getting the same results and we're not moving forward. We're comfortable or we have, we're getting the results that we're getting. We don't like them, but we don't know what we need to do to change those results. And so my job today is to help you shift in this change is to help you navigate this change because change will fail. If you do not do what you need to do, if you do not activate the principles, you will not see the power, right? And so we want to talk about these principles. That's going to help change to be effective. Um, because when it's time to change, this is how, you know, it's time to 
change. When you look at your ministry, you look at your business, you look at what you're involved in, and there's a difference. There's a gap between the vision and the reality. You know that it's time for change. Is there a gap? Um, does your vision say one thing on paper? When you look at your organization, your ministry, your church, you see that it's not the the vision that you wrote down. It is not match, matching and it's not measuring up. Um, and so I want to talk to you a little bit about that. But when there's a discrepancy between what is happening and what you would like to happen, these are grounds for change, okay? So we've been talking about change and we realize that change doesn't just happen because we say it's going to happen, right? We can't just announce change. All right, this year is going to be a year of change. It's going to be a year of transformation. Okay, what are we doing to make sure that that happens? How are we co-laboring with Christ? And so change that is not piloted will will fail. If you do not steer change, it will fail. Um, change gets derailed because people know they can outlast the announcement or at least the person making the announcement. Especially when you're a visionary leader, you have to be ever so careful that you don't just get excited about the announcement, but that there is a strategy for change. Okay. And so we want to talk about that because, um, I said this two weeks ago and I'm going to say it again, shifts are directional. Um, shifts don't just happen. They have to be, um, initiated and then shifts also affects your velocity. It allows you to move forward at a quicker pace. Um, but here's the thing. If you do not if you do not steer change, it will derail. And to steer change, you must understand your strategy, right? So let's go on and let's look, really look at this because what happens to us is we get stale. We get stale. We get stagnant because we don't change when it's time to change. Okay. And when God releases a word about change, that means that he has also released a grace to do it. Change is uncomfortable. Change does not always go according to plan. These are things that you have to prepare for in order to be successful at this change. Now, I read this and I thought this was phenomenal because we've been talking about strategy. Now, listen to this. If you want to succeed, you most likely will let go of your original strategy. 93% of all companies that ultimately become successful had to abandon their original strategy because it was not viable. Okay. That's from Amir Buhide. That, that was a quote that he, he, he had um, written up. This is something, again, he's a leadership expert. He's an organizational expert. And that's what I want to give you. I want to give you facts. I want to give you information, proof of concept from experts that are in this field that have navigated change within your department, your auxiliary, your, your team, your church, your business. These principles apply. If you want to, to succeed, you most likely will have to let go of your original strategy. Man, I love that. I love that because sometimes we are married to the wrong thing. Honey, you must marry the mission, but you date the method. Your method is your strategy. Marry your mission, but date the method. Why? Because the method must change. If you're going to be successful, you most likely will have to let go of your original strategy. Why do I love this so much? Because that's what Jesus did. That's what God did. He said, okay, Adam, you're the prototype. I'm going to put you out here. But he said, you know what? Mm, the strategy is not working. Adam, you done blew it. Here we go. He sends, uh, Eve sends the cover up. Here it is. The first shedding of blood. 
This is not going to work. Old Testament. Here they are bringing bullocks, bringing doves, bringing animals to sacrifice for their sin. And what happened? It wasn't washing away their consciousness of sin. That's what the Bible says in Hebrew. It was not doing the job effectively. So what did God do? He abandoned that first strategy and he implemented a new strategy called Jesus Christ, the perfect sacrifice. The first strategy, bringing animals, cutting them, letting them bleed on the altar. Okay, that was good. It was a temporary fix, but it was not doing the job effectively. What did God do? He developed a new strategy called Jesus Christ. Adam, he gave his breath to. Jesus, he gave his DNA to. A different strategy. He realized what he had in the beginning. That was the original strategy. Come on, Adam. You're the original strategy. You are the prototype, but you're not working effectively. Let's shift now to the new testament i'm talking about after christ now with look at this new strategy he says you are once and for all forgiven isn't that a beautiful concept christ eve god even did this he abandoned the original strategy and implemented a new strategy he called it a new testament a new covenant in his blood so if God is our pattern, he is the one that we reference this to, then why are you still using the same method in your ministry? Why are you still uh, committed to the same old strategy in your church? Why are you still doing meetings the way you did meetings in 1989? It is time for a new strategy. Why are you still um, running your ministry the way you did 10 years ago? What is your new strategy? What is your new strategy? God wants to release a new strategy. We have to break our commitment with the things that are not working. Break your commitment to the things that are not working. Okay, because here it is. You have you have the original strategy. Right. And then you have an emergent strategy. OK, I want to talk about these two. I want to talk about your original strategy and I want to talk about what is an emergent strategy. OK, this is um, a, your strategy that emerges over a t over time as the your intentions collide with and accommodate a changing reality. OK, that's what an emergent strategy is. It means that this happens over time as your intentions, your your mission, that which you is set out to do now collides with and it begins to accommodate a changing reality you cannot do church now the way you did it 15 years ago there is a changing reality you must shift if you are going to see the growth that was promised the manifestation that was promised the 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 fruitfulness that you know is is lot the potentiality that lies in your ministry in your church in your team in your business and your auxiliary you must have an emergent strategy an emergent strategy is a realized pattern that was not expressed intended in the original planning of the strategy. In other words, this strategy has been adopted as a result of you looking at the pattern of the old strategy. When you realize, this is why I always stress evaluation and everybody knows that's my buzzword, evaluate, evaluate. Why? Because when you evaluate, you can extract the value from your experience. Why? Because experience is not the, te the perfect teacher. Evaluated experience is the perfect teacher because wisdom seeks clarity, but evaluated experience delivers it. If you do not evaluate, you will not extract the wisdom. You will not extract the knowledge 
knowledge, you cannot identify the pattern that's producing the problem. Come on, did you hear me? When you are, when you have evaluate you're able to identify the pattern that is producing the problem so many times we attack the fruit and not the root you have to realize if you are going to change it requires that you attack the root of the problem find the pattern that's producing the problem so that you can see the results that you want to see okay so deliberate strategies provide an organization with a sense of purposeful direction that's awesome we put something down on paper. This is how we're going to accomplish our goals. This is the goals that we want to accomplish. However, here comes the emergent strategy. It implies that an organization is learning what really works. When you have an emergent strategy, it's saying to the team, it's saying to your church that we're learning what really works. You can I have something that is this an image that I always use when I do on-site workshops. And, and for those of you who do not know what on-site workshops are, is it, Power Up offers churches and organizations an opportunity to bring me in to your church or your organization to meet with your church leaders, to meet with your members, to meet with your, your um, leadership team, to meet with your volunteer team. And I'll come in and I'll do a workshop. We'll customize the experience. So we'll meet up, talk about what you what topic you want to attack I will customize the training and come to your church and deliver on those results that you desire and teach for about two hours the workshop usually lasts in it's a reasonably priced workshop but it's an opportunity for you to bring the empowerment experience to you and one of the things that I always teach at um at these workshops, these on-site workshops, is that leaders must be learners. If you do not evaluate, you cannot learn. Don't you realize that your organization protocols, your processes, your procedures, they are, in a, they are conspiring against you to keep you from change? They are, that's what they do. They keep the status quo. That is their job to maintain the order. But if we're talking about changing and we're talking about shifting, then you got to evaluate. Maybe that process worked in 1985. It don't work in 2017. That process no longer works. So you have to change. It's an emergent strategy, which implies the organization is learning what really works. Now, I said a lot. Now, I hope you got that because I really believe that if we're going to see change, we have to develop this mindset, this mantra of emergent strategies, emergent strategies, which means I'm going to learn. I'm going to examine the patterns. I'm going to learn what the patterns are telling me, and I'm going to be able to adjust my method. I'm going to adjust my method. Okay, um, to see what really happens. Now, here's some examples of an emergent strategy. And I love this. This was so good. Viagra was originally intended as a high blood pressure medicine. Isn't that crazy? The original intent was for Viagra to be a high blood pressure medication. However, we know that it is now used for male enhancement for e uh, uh, erectile dysfunction. How do we go from high blood pressure to <laughs> erectile dysfunction? How do we get from high blood pressure to ED? It was an emergent strategy. <laughs> it, it, the original intent was no longer profitable. The original intent was no longer the objective. He, they married the mission. We're going to produce a medication, but now we're going to shift in the method. We're going to shift in what it can now be used for. NyQuil made people sleepy. So here's a new strategy. 
They got a nighttime cold medicine. They actually have a, a NyQuil that is not used for any cold remedy, but just to help you sleep. They realize, hey, this medicine is helping people that are sick, right, to manage their cold, but it's also making them sleepy. How about we adapt the same medicine, the same qualities of this medication that makes people sleepy and use it for people that have issues with sleep? Isn't this, isn't this something? You, you got to realize that your original strategy might not be working and it's time for something new. It's time to change. Here are some four principles of an emergent strategy, and I'm done. I'm going to give you this, and, and we're going to be done. Because I, I really believe that this is something that you, you, you have to apply. you got to work this out. you got to work it out. You can't just hear this. you got to be a doer of this. That means that you got to sit down and you got to examine your ministry. you got to examine your church. What's working? What's not working? How can we make what is working work better? Why is what's working working? Why is that successful? Okay, here we are. Four principles of an emergent strategy. It's dangerous to stick to a plan that isn't working as expected. What did I say earlier? We have to break our commitment with strategies that are not producing the results that we want to see. Doesn't matter how long we've been doing it, we have to break that relationship. Number two, determination is important, but improvisation, stumbling forward is more important. There's nothing wrong with making a mistake. There is something wrong with making the same mistake over and over and over. You want to be learning in your mistakes, okay? What did you gravitate? What did you pull out of that last mistake? How are you moving forward? Aggressively try. Here's the third one. Aggressively try, intentionally learn, and humbly adapt. I like that. I like that. Bless you, Pastor Bradley. Number three, aggressively try aggressively try. There are many times, especially um, when we deal with ministry and we deal with um, businesses, we are passive about our implementation, but we are aggressive about our vision casting. You have to, you have to now aggressively try because change is not, it's not always easy. You have to press through change, especially when you're dealing with a culture change. And so one of the things that I like to do when I do on-site workshops is I come to your location and I do a culture and climate check, right? Because culture, changing culture doesn't happen overnight. You got to aggressively try, all right? Intentionally learn. That means you have, I have something, a, a resource that I bring to churches when I do on-site workshops and it's called an after action review. And it helps you to dissect your events. It helps you to dissect the progress of what you're doing, right? Cause you want to intentionally learn. You get the right answers when you ask the right questions. Okay. And so it helps you to intentionally learn and then humbly adapt. The thing about change is that you're not going to always do it right. And you're not going to always get it right the first try. So you got to stay humble about it. And you got to, especially when you're a leader and you're introducing change, say to people that we're on this journey together, I'm not sure this is going to work, but we're going to try it. Let's try it for this amount of time and then come back and evaluate it. Um, people want to know that you're actually learning with them as they're moving forward. And number four, stay humble. Don't fall in love with your ideas. <laughs> Don't fall in love with your ideas because they might not work. Don't fall in love with your ideas because you'll end up defending something that's not working. Sometimes you just got to stay humble. 
we're going to try this together. We're going to move forward and then see what we need to adjust as we move forward. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Why? Because I always say this, your critics are your best customers because they are able to see the blind spot. There's something that they're missing in every criticism. There could be a kernel of truth. So sometimes you got to forget about the vessel it came through and say, okay, forget about the delivery, how it came. But now what was the truth is, are, are they pointing to something that I do need to take notice to? Okay. And so these are just some of the things that you really need to look at because sometimes your original strategy doesn't work. And I really, really feel, and I sense that sometimes when people are experienced growth, growth has to be managed as well. Growth has to be managed as well because what, what it took for you to manage 20 people will change what it takes for you to manage 200. And if you're not careful, you'll miss the shift and you'll keep applying an old strategy to a new situation and you won't see the victory. Look at Moses versus Joshua, two different strategies. There had to be a shifting in the strategy. There had to be a shifting in the application. Moses, you got a rod. Joshua, you need to walk around these walls. Joshua could not use the rod in front of Jericho. That wasn't the strategy that was, there was a new strategy that God had released and or an emergent strategy, as we talked about that God had released in order for him to see the victory, a new fight requires a new strategy. And so as we're moving forward and we're coming to the close of 2017, God is saying, come on, move from your original strategy and now adopt this emergent strategy. Find out what I'm saying next. We'll find out what I'm saying for now, not what I was saying then so that you can move with God. You can co-labor with God and not fight against him. Don't you know us being committed to some of our original strategies is fighting against the will of God. We're not working with his hand. And so what happens is we find ourselves stagnant. We're not seeing the fruit. We're not seeing the, the uh, pr productivity that we want to see. It's because we're actually not in his new strategy. We're not in the emergent strategy. So I want you guys to take note of that. I hope that something I said helped. Again, God is our perfect example. Adam was the original strategy. Jesus was the emergent strategy. Old Testament was the original strategy where they're producing, but they bring in animals, they're slaying them. They have to go through a priest, but Jesus, he's our high priest. He became the emergent strategy. He became the perfect sacrifice. No longer did you have to use the old strategy to get a breakthrough, but now there's a new strategy. Hebrews 10 says once and for all. He became that perfect sacrifice. And so God is shifting. God is moving. He is changing and we got to change with him. We have to change with him. If we're going to see a manifestation, don't miss your manifestation. Don't be frustrated on the side of the road, burnt out because you were working harder and not smarter because you did not shift with his strategy. Growth has to be managed. There's a strategy for growth to maintain it. There is a strategy for moving forward. There is a strategy for, for, um, acceleration. They all come with strategies because when you implement strategy, you will begin to see momentum. And so God is trying to get us moving in the right direction because there's some things that have to happen. They are time sensitive for 2017. There are some things that must take place in this year. And God is saying, we got to abandon our old strategy, find the emergent strategy so that we can flow with him and not against him 
in this last hours of 2017. So I pray that you got something out of this. I want to come to your location. This is something that I love doing. I'm actually going to be in Hempstead tonight. I'm so excited. I'm going to be at a new location doing a workshop, doing a leadership training, doing impartation and, and information. And it's going to be phenomenal. And I'm so excited to be there. But I want to come to your church location. And some of you say, well, how do we do that? You can go to CoachRamsey.com, click book a workshop. Okay, follow the instructions. We'll have a conversation because I want to customize this training. I'm going to be doing some um, Facebook lives with people who I've done workshops with, on-site workshops with. And of course, this, this is a challenge. This is something new for a lot of churches to invite somebody in that may not be a part of your denominational organization. Um, to invite somebody in that you don't personally know, that could be a scary process. But trust me, I am your confidential thinking partner. You guys watch me here. I don't trash churches. I don't um, trash people. I don't take people's information and then blast it and tell everybody, no, I am your confidential thinking partner. I just want to see your church be all that God has commanded it to be. I want to see the kingdom of God move forward and be effective. My charge is to raise the level of leadership among the kingdom of God. There's no reason why a fortune 500 company is operating at a higher level of excellence than the kingdom of God. Why? Because we have the Holy Spirit. We have the advantage. We have the insider information. We we can see the change before it happens. We know the trend before it happens. That we can bring heaven to earth. So we should be exemplifying the excellence and the effectiveness of the kingdom of God. And I am charged to do so. So I want to come to your church. Book me. We can work. We can work on the price. I can. We can negotiate it because I want to be there to help your church overcome the patterns that's produced reducing the problems and also accelerate you into the, to the destiny that God has called you to. So go to coachramsey.com. You can inbox me um, and I'll get back to you, but upcoming, I'm so excited. Y'all better be there. If you are in youth ministry, Saturday, September 23rd, I want to see you there for surge. This is part two. We have part one in May. And when I tell you, God, moved. I mean, he met his youth leaders in a special way. When you look at how the demonic activity is heightened among this young generation, that is just an indication of the outpour that he wants to give to his youth leaders to prepare and equip and empower them for that which they are going to come against. And God wants to empower you. It's time for you to be poured into as a youth leader. So I want you, if you're in a youth ministry, I want you to hashtag youth ministry right now. If you're a pastor and send your young your young people, send your youth leaders, send those that are in youth ministry that are serving these young people, send them to surge. We're going to be at St. Albans Assembly, 200-25 Linden Boulevard. You can go to thesurge2.eventbrite.com and register for free. The event is free. What did I say? Free. Right, because this is our way of pouring back into this generation of people that serve young people. I, I'm believing God for breakthroughs. I'm believing God for healings. I'm telling you, he's going to break some shackles. He's going to do it in a mighty, mighty way um, at this surge. Um, and, and I just believe God that he's going to meet his youth leaders because we pour out a lot. We pour out. I've served in youth ministry for almost 20 years. We pour out a lot. And God has given me a platform now where I can empower youth leaders. And I want to continue to do that. He has given me a fresh charge to do that for 2017. I want to see your, your, your youth 
youth leaders at Surgeview. Youth has to be there. Bring your team with you. Register. It's free. We're going to be giving you lunch, and it's just going to be a phenomenal time. And then in the month of um, October, November, and December, we are going to be doing a power-up prayer. God has really just been summonsing me and really commissioning me and wooing me in the area of prayer. And he's saying, I want to do something for my leaders that um, is exclusive for them. And so I'm calling leaders, ministry leaders, wherever you serve to a time of prayer. And it's going to be um, just exclusive for ministry leaders. And, you know, you come ready to stretch out. Just you, your corner and God. That's it. Find yourself a place and we're going to go in. I'm going to bring in some specialists in prayer, some specialists in deliverance, some specialists that are going to pour into you because they they have been poured into by God. And so I'm very I'm very intentional about who we bring in. But I want to I want you to meet me there in October, November, December. I'll give you more information about that. But Serge is going to be off the hook. So if you're in youth ministry or you know somebody in youth ministry. Elder Keith Benton is going to be with us. Minister Danielle Lewis Johnson. When I tell you she was phenomenal in May, oh my God, it it was off the chain. I I could not even grasp everything. I had to go back and listen to it again. Uh, We have Elder um, Jamal um, Brentley is going to be with us. And we have Minister Sharice Wickfall. These are these are people who have been laboring in youth ministry. They got the stripes to prove it. They got the scars to prove it, honey. Okay, they're going to give you wisdom. What did I talk about? Wisdom, right? Wisdom seeks out clarity, but evaluated experience delivers it. In other words, we're going to bring you some experienced people in this area that's going to pour out from their experience. And one thing you can say about Power Up, if you ever come to any of our events, you've ever attended our conference, our retreat, whatever it is, we are transparent. We will tell you like like it is, we will show you our scars and say, hey, this is how God, God did it for me. This is where I was and this is what he did to bring me through. And um, it was just so powerful. It was so powerful in May. I mean, the testimonies that we got back about the breakthroughs that people experienced. And they were just like, wait, we need more of this. Can you do this for two days? Can you make this a retreat? That's how great it was for people because they just needed that pouring. You pour out, now it's time for God to pour in. Don't miss the pouring at The Surge on Saturday, September 23rd at 11 a.m. Trust me, this is one of those kind of moves that you don't want to miss and you want to bring somebody with you because it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be phenomenal. All right. So that's it. I love you guys. Thank you guys for joining me. Thank you guys for joining me. Please share this video. Let people know that you were on with me and we had a great time talking about the emergence strategy, moving from the original to the new strategy, shifting and moving in uh, the flow with God and not against God. I I love it. I I believe God for you. I believe God with you. And I hope to hear from you soon because I want to come to your church and do that on-site workshop. And we're going to meet and we're going to have a great conversation about what God is doing and how to get you from where you are to where you want to be. All right, guys. I love you. God bless. Thank you again for joining us on the Power Up Podcast, Lead It or Leave It, with your host, Chanel Ramsey, where we seek to inspire and empower today's leaders. For more information about Power Up, we invite you to visit us at powerupnetwork.org, or you can reach us by email at info at powerupnetwork.org. Feel free to subscribe. Go on social media, like our page, and follow us. Till next week, be inspired.